Welcome to Blog Access 101 Podcast. Follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Special shout out to our sponsor, Hibachi Productions. Use our discount code Block Access 101 on HibachiProductions.com to get 20% off. Block Access Podcast 101. Uh, this is episode 15. Your host, Young Hibachi 20. Follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, our two guests today are Ashley and Mike. Introduce yourself and give them your IG names. So I'm Ashley Gardner. My IG name is at who is Ashley G. All right. My name is Mike Johnson. My IG is Michael.LYE. All right. So the first time we're going to discuss is the uh, Jacob Blake shooting. Um, happened in Wisconsin. He was shot seven times in the back by Officer Rustin Shelley over a um, supposed domestic call. Um, he was shot seven times in front of his kids, paralyzed, and supposedly he's, he's handcuffed to a hospital bed right now in police custody. All right, Mike, I'll let you go in there first. Uh, like we said before, man, on this podcast that I've done, like this whole police brutality bullshit right <laughs> end. Every time I go on social media, every time I wake up, um, I'm seeing a video of a black man or a black woman being shot by police or killed in these streets or some or facing some type of police brutality in some way, shape, or form. <clears throat> I'm getting real side, tired of it. Um, you know, like I'm just getting to the point where I'm I'm just at the point where like you know when when we as people as black people start really like taking things into our own hands i.e. we start seeing these cops shooting us and we're unarmed because on social media you know it's quick to find out the officer's name the address where they work where they live you know where they usually go to to go to the stores and whatnot i feel like at some point we all we as black people gonna get real tired of it and we really gonna start just shooting them back Honestly speaking, um, I'm just getting real tired of it, and they, um, that's that's all I say on that matter. Yeah, for me, um, I I feel like I'm getting tired of seeing unarmed black men getting shot over and over again, as well as black women. Um, and then just try the people they, they just try to brush it under the rug like it's just something normal. Um, then it's crazy how they quick to pull the trigger, but hesitant to release names of the officers that was involved in the shooting. I know it was only one officer, but they didn't want to release the other officers that was bystanding while their fellow officer just shot somebody in the back seven times. Um, first of all, I don't know why. I mean, it's just pussy to me that you're going to shoot somebody. Second of all, you shoot him in the back seven times. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, that's illegal, by the way. Yeah. Shoot somebody in the back. That's illegal. Like I'm just I and then I'm like I'm just like y'all don't see three kids in the in, in the back seat like I'm I mean, bullets don't got no name on it so them bullets could easy ricochet off of either him or the glass and, and hit one of his kids and then they, they probably wouldn't have had no they probably wouldn't even care they probably just like oh another dead black person but I just feel as though that um, I'm, I'm just tired of these cops just killing people and black people just getting walking off with like a slap on the wrist of time taken off and they probably still getting paid like I don't. I don't understand it. No, when they get put on administrative leave, they still get paid. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. That's what I said. I don't understand. Yeah, don't how get it Slap on the wrist. They're still getting paid. And just getting chill at home, eating popcorn, watching ESPN while somebody else breathing it. Well, he's not dead, but he's paralyzed. So I mean, he can't. That's not he can't, too much he can't dance with his daughter. He can't do anything else. He can't dance with right. his kids. He can't do nothing. Well, I don't want to say you can't do anything because there's a lot of people that are paralyzed that are handicapped. That be able to live lives, but for him to lose his legs and have paralysis, the in the fashion that he got it, it is it's just ridiculous to me. Like I said, um, I'm at the point where I'm I'm just here for like I'm gonna be here for the whole like when we start clapping these dudes back, like I'm here for it, honestly, because this whole and I'm not and I'm sorry to say, but this whole protesting, like it ain't doing nothing. Like we've been protesting. For years, and I mean decades. When I say years, to all the viewers out there and the listeners, I'm getting tired of it. I said we all go get our gun licenses. We legally go get our gun licenses, and we all just start clipping these dudes back. I'm getting tired of it. 
I'm not, you, y'all chuckling. I'm so serious. My parents had to talk me out of doing shit like that. Like, I'm really getting sick and tired of this shit. Like, honestly speaking. Yeah, it's real. I mean, that's some real shit, though. Because, I mean, you know, we always did the peaceful protest. Like, they got mad when Kaepernick was kneeling. kneeling. Uh, they they got mad as talking about the blame on the flag. But then when we start speaking out, then they mad about that. And I just feel like, I'm like, I feel like Malcolm X at this point, like, by any means necessary, because they're obviously not hearing the peaceful protest. But, you know, it is what it is. They're going to. They're going to figure it out eventually, because, I mean... No, nah, they're not, because we're going to start shooting them dead in the head. They're not figuring it out. But, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's real, though. Because, I mean, like, they, they, it's just like, at some point, I'm like, something got to give. Y'all just keep just letting these cops walk. Like, um, Floyd cop was like, I saw a video, he was in a store just shopping. Like, like it was a, an ordinary day in the neighborhood. Like, it's crazy. That was a white woman who recorded him, too. I applaud her. <laughs> Nah, yeah, that was a white woman. Apparently, that's what I was told. They said that that was a white woman who was recording, oh, talking all that crazy. So I applaud her. Karen finally did something right. Oh, nah, she's not a Karen. Let's call her by her real name if we can find that out. But Karens are a very specific type. We're not gonna do that to her. All right, say less. All right, so let's get to the next topic. Um, <laughs> do you think sports is distracting us from social injustice issues? I'll let Ashley go first with that. Are you asking, is it a, uh, is it distracting us or should it distract us? Oh, I'm, I'm saying, do you think uh, sports is distracting us from social uh, injustice issues? I think, I mean, it may be, but I think it's a good distraction. Like, if we turn on the TV, if we hop on social media, all we see is, you know, the negative things. And yes, it's important for us to be aware of the inequities and the social issues at hand, but you know, with everything going on in 2020, I think overconsumption is not healthy. And I believe that sports is a great coping mechanism for society, especially people of color. Because, you know, watching these many people of color get murdered unjustly is not normal. And I just believe without sports, a lot of us will be more depressed. And you didn't ask about the athletes playing specifically, but I think by the athletes playing, specifically the NBA players playing, they are using, or they're at least attempting to use their platform and privilege to bring awareness to these issues. Uh, so, you know, at least it is there. And in addition, they're using the playoffs to do that, right? And so, yeah, contrary to popular belief, I believe it's helping us rather than hurting us. So, for example, the boycott that they just did, yes, it's a, it was a one-day boycott, but I think it was smart. Like, I'm, I'm opposite of Mike in terms of, like, boycotts because – I think this boycott kind of posed a threat. The athletes are straight up like, I don't have to play. And I believe that threat alone got people's attention, like the Olympic Project for Human Rights threat to boycott got their attention in 1968. Like, like if we think about the Olympic Project for Human Rights boycott in 1968, it was led by athletes like Muhammad Ali, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Tommy Smith and them. And they threatened that, hey, we will not go to the Olympics if these demands based on racial inequality aren't met. And by the time the games came, they some of them were met. So I believe that by the athletes showing how serious they are about this, kind of burned, birthed something different and reminiscent to 1968. Because as you saw, uh, output from this meeting was to create a social justice coalition, which is parallel to the OPHR because we haven't seen an athlete-led organization based in racial injustice since the OPHR. So I'm excited. So to answer your question, if so, I think it's good. All right, all right. Uh, Mike, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm agree to disagree. I think that uh, it has it has its benefits. Um, i.e. to me pertaining to all these players is really saying like they they they're all for the cause, but in order for them to be for the cause and for the cause to actually work, there is a financial burden. So what I would need all these athletes to actually do is actually like you know say what they're actually going to do. I mean, what they actually say is to give, you know, write some checks. You know, like you expecting they expect the owners to write some checks and to use their influence. Well, look, you got influence, not on the level that the that the owners do, but you definitely have influence with what you can do. What you can do is write checks to a bunch of organizations in your communities and back home and where you play. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with the players playing and them collecting those checks, they can use that money to help to help the community because that's that's what's gonna come down to. Uh but at the same breath, I'm not with this them playing. 
Um, it kind of reminds me of a whole shut up and dribble. And I'm not a fan of that. Um, you know, like, I feel like with them playing, like, it is a distraction. Like, players were really upset in regards to what's going on. And you have media members like, yo, that's, this is a contract. This is money. Da, 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 da. Like, they want them to play. And they kind of was rem- uh, reminiscent of the whole shut up and dribble. Um, so that's, that's, only, that's only two things I feel. I, I do feel like they should play so that way they can get that check and they can go ahead. And this is for all athletes, not just basketball. But I feel like they should go back and they should be able to uh, get back to the community financially. Because you might, the, the athlete might not be like, the, the, they might be, they, they have to use their platform A. So if they have a platform that they have, especially if you're in a playoffs and you're an athlete, I feel like it's great for you to have. And then B, um, I'm never going to tell anybody that they can't do anything that they don't want to do. If the athletes want to play, then by all means, they should. I really enjoy the fact that the NFL gave players the option to opt out for this season. Um, not even just – I think that's the main reason was for COVID, but um, I also feel like, you know, you can use this time to just, like, mentally prepare yourself, like, the peace of mind. I, if you don't feel comfortable playing when you want to get back to your community, God bless you. And, and, and that's what I got to say on that. Um, I, I feel I, I don't feel like it's a distraction. It's only a distraction to people that want it to be a distraction. Um, I feel as though you can chew bubblegum and still walk at the same time. If you can't, that's that's a problem. Um, so I feel like you can still focus on the social injustice as well as watch sports. Um, I feel like the athletes, the professionals, NBA specifically, have been doing a great job with um, speaking out on social injustice, especially LeBron, as he always does, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, and, but one thing that pissed me off yesterday um, was, with, was, was with, with the media asking George Hill why he was inside um, before the uh, – wasn't out there doing the uh, Star Spangled Banner. I mean, like, does it really matter? Like, I mean, granted, he said he had to go to the bathroom, but I mean, I wouldn't even answer that question. I would just say the next question. Like, why should I worry about that? But, I mean, I feel as though, like, some people might say it's taken away, but I feel like it's also pushing the narrative that uh, just they're, they're seeing more star African-American athletes, specifically black men, speak out against injustice, something maybe they have full face and saw others have faced from their families and friends. So I feel like it was, it was good for sports to come back for them to use that platform. I mean, of course, they've been using Twitter, but it's more it's even better when it's getting recorded uh, publicly and live um, in these post-game interviews. And I like how <clears> sometimes <throat> when they ask some questions about the, the game, they, they divert it back to social injustice, uh, like uh, what Jeremy Grant did at the beginning, talking about um, arrest the cops that killed uh, Breonna Taylor. So they I still haven't done that, by the way, y'all. They still haven't done that. True. Cops is terrible, but I, I don't think it's a distraction. I really think it's like Ashley said, it's help keep some people from getting depressed. Some people look forward to sports. I feel like sports connects everybody, so I don't think it's a distraction. Um, all right, so we're gonna move on to the next topic. Uh, who do you think, uh, which team, the remaining team in the East, gonna come out of the East to play in the finals? I'll let Ashley so, so, contrary to popular belief, I got the Celtics. Same. <laughs> I have the Celtics. I still don't trust Giannis, okay? Right. Um, yes, he's great, but he has not shown me that he's that guy. So, mm-hmm. I-, I don't trust Giannis. I trust the Celtics players, Jason Tatum, Kimball, always been a dog. Jalen Brown been playing well. And I trust their coach. Like, I probably say over everything, I really trust the Celtics coach. So, yeah, I, I got the Celtics. I think they'll take care of it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, for me personally, um, I'm kind of at a pause right now. I got to see how the rest of this, this series plays out. But whoever comes out of this series between the Celtics and the Raptors is going to make it to the finals. Um, and right now at halftime, the Celtics is up 17 points. So, <laughs> so it's looking like the Celtics might uh, pull it off. But, I mean, honestly speaking, um, like, yeah, they're, they're the only team that really has the star power, the depth. They definitely have depth uh, that a lot of people don't know about. But they, um, that is something that I would definitely look into. I really think that the Celtics have 
everything going in their favor right now. They have a young yeah. star. They have the young stars, excuse me, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum. They have a defensive stopper and Marquis Smart. They have yeah. everything that you're looking for when it comes to depth. Um, they definitely have bigs that can play. They definitely have the guards that can definitely do stuff. And his name is Kemba Killer. Killer Kemba. Yes. Like, he is yes. from – yo, put a, I got to shout him out first and foremost. He's from the Boogie Down where I'm from. Like, so, so, love. Um, I'm glad that New York is really still on the map. I hope he wins the championship, to be completely honest with you. I'm looking forward to what he's able to do. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's just slow down. They, I mean, they might win championship, but I'm a, the, the champ. The champions come out of the West. Let's let's let's, let's not get that confused. Oh, uh, let's let's not get that confused at all. Who do you just because we just gonna talk about because you want to interrupt me? What just because just because Paul uh Paul George had one good game. He got out his mental slump. <laughs> oh, we all right. Oh, we worry about playoff play pitch. Then you got playoff pitch like Giannis. He be choking. Then you got who LeBron, who yeah, he might have a good game, but then what? Like we'll get into that later. You know, like what? They still don't have no shooters. <laughs> Consistent. Hey, just being honest. They just need to keep AD and LeBron in the whole game. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think like I like y'all say, I, I definitely know that the Celtics gonna come out. I, I got this series going five games, six at max. The Raptors are not it. Um, no. Shout out to my guy Kyle Lowry from Philly, my right hand guy, Philadelphia Catholic basketball. But they don't have a shot in hell beating this Boston team. They, <laughs> they just too deep. That show with the Sixers. Yeah, okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, don't even get me started. We're going to get into them later. But uh, so, yeah, I, I feel like yeah, this is going five, maybe six match. Um, Boston just is too overpowered, and I, I don't understand how. Brad Stevens doesn't get coach of the year because he coaches these guys great every year. But, you know, it is what it is. Nick Nurse, shout out to him. But they're not going anywhere in this series. Well, the might... reason... oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. The reason why they gave it to Nick Nurse is because you traded your star to get Kawhi Leonard, and then Kawhi Leonard leaves, and you don't really recoup anything back for him. And they still are top, top two team in the league. I mean, but you got to remember, Kawhi was struggling a little bit in that finals against the KD. KD right, right, but that's, that's why I was just answering your question as to how you said, I don't understand how Brad Stevens doesn't win coach of the year. I'm just saying I'm just, that for this saying, season, it was because. I mean, I mean, okay, you saw, I mean, of course, right. Toronto had a good season, but I, I mean, I don't really see nothing out of him like, oh, I'm scared of Toronto. Now, you see Boston, you're like, all right. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that the reason why they gave it to to Nick Nurses this season is because they gave up or they lost Kawhi Leonard, who was their star defensive player. I mean, but they still had good player. What I'm saying, I mean, I, right. I mean, truthfully, I would have probably took Billy Donovan because if you would have told me the Oklahoma City Thunder would have been in the playoffs after trading Westbrook, I would have laughed in your face. Yeah, that's because you disrespect Chris Paul, but hey, to each own. Friday, but, but I mean, I mean, after Chris Paul, who did they really have? I mean, we didn't expect Shea Alexander to turn out like this. That's what I'm saying. Yes, they did. Yes, right. they did, bro. That's why he was so pivotal. Bro, that's why you think they were so pivotal in, in getting him when they traded for playoff P. Or, excuse me, Paul George. Now I'm playoff P. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm being so serious when I say that. Like, they was but, like, yo. But nobody, you know, nobody, nobody projected, like, OKC to be in the playoffs before the season started. Everybody projected Toronto to be in the playoffs before the season started. But but what Mike is saying is that this year really showed how good of a coach Nick Nurse is because he right. didn't have anything. He didn't have, so, he didn't have a star player. So y'all yeah, turned up. Excuse me? Siakam. Yeah, he did. But did you expect that? Yes. We saw it in the playoffs. I knew what's gonna happen. Yo, bro, uh, let's let's be honest. There's play there's there are players who ball out in the playoffs and then when it comes to the real season, the next season, they don't play like that. Well, I, I knew he was going to turn up. He, I'm just, he, he I'm, just saying, though, uh, I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying. Because then, just like you say that you have players who, who turn up in the playoffs, then in the regular season, they're not really stuff. You got players who just act in the in the regular season, and then they turn up in the playoffs. So, shit, I'd rather have the turn-up player than the uh, regular season. But, well, uh, his, you know, I mean, yeah, you'd rather have Pascal Siakam in the playoffs than you would Paul George in the playoffs. But, hey, hey. <laughs> There's people who would want. There's people who would want poor George in the regular season. That's I would. I wouldn't. 
You know? Hey. You saw you saw you saw I mean you saw what Kawhi said when he asked him like how, you think you guys can get uh hang without Paul George playing well in the playoffs? He was like when he said he was like, nah, we good. He really like, I don't need that him. I don't need him. I'm gonna do mine regardless. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Kawhi he said. Different, man. Kawhi different. Don't see he is. Kawhi. Hey, he been talking more in the interviews too. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Because <laughs> he never say nothing. Uh, you know, you just gotta ask me better questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo, he really, he really is San Antonio Spur product because he just like he used to be just like Greg Popovich. He ain't really say too much in interviews. Yeah, like, two yeah. lines. He's like, all right, yo, speaking of pop, they saying that the Nets trying to get him. That's Bro, crazy. If he go, if he goes to the Nets, twenty twenty has been a wild year. <laughs> I don't want to talk about twenty twenty like that, man. We just lost a real one. Yeah, man. Okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. The Black Mamba. R.I.P. Yeah. To Chadwick Boseman. You should start with yeah. that, Rob. You should start with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh right. yeah. Shake my head. I gotta do your job. Ain't that something? All right. So next topic. Um, who who you think will come out of the West? Well, I mean, many people know my answer. It is, and y'all can hate it if y'all want to. I have my Lakers and LeBron I trust. The thing is, ever since we beat the 73 and 9 and they lied, go to State Warriors, I will never doubt LeBron, ever. But we we, we got some kinks to figure out. First of all, the king is our coach. He's he's been blowing my mind. The rotations aren't inexplicable. Alex Caruso. Should never in any world come off the bench before Deion Waiters. I'm sorry. I don't care. He's a walking bucket. I need to see a tighter rotation. But all in all, I trust Brian's leadership. Like, he will get AD together. And AD and Brian both have to be aggressive, which I believe they will be. They're getting better. <laughs> Yesterday showed me some promise. Uh, and oh, and the, only, the only threat is the, is the Clippers. I don't trust Paul George. He showed me nothing. Brian has ate him up in the past, so I'm not worried about him. only person I'm concerned about is Kawhi. And it just really depends on how aggressive he chooses to be because he picks and chooses whenever he want to hoop. So, yes, the late and and it's also come down to coaching. Like, yes, the Lakers head coach is terrible, but I think Doc Rivers is un, is overrated. I do. I want y'all to tell me what he's accomplished. He's he's won one championship. Okay, go ahead, Mike. I I, I answer, it, but go ahead, Mike. All right. So first of all, Lakers ain't making it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. First of all, first of all, first of all, because of my contract that I have currently with my new employment, I cannot gamble in any way, shape, or form. So unfortunately, okay. as much as I would love to take well, my I'll money, take, I'll take the I can't. Um, anywho, what I would say is that, like, yes, you have LeBron, yes, you have AD, but you don't have any defensive shooting capability. Like, you just don't. If you play any team that has a solid guard, which the Clippers do, you're done. You're done because the Clippers are gonna go stupid. It. The Clippers, are, I mean, just think about it. you guys won this game, this most recent game, and this is when Dame Lillard didn't play. Yet CJ McCullough still gave y'all thirty. Melo gave you damn near thirty, and you on the inside like the whole series. Nurkic was eating all y'all up with double doubles plus plus thirteen rebounds a game. Are, like, are you saying so that they I'm not saying that they're bums. I'm not going to disrespect the Lakers like that. What I'm saying is that you guys are making a deep run into the playoffs. That might not happen like that, to be honest, to be honest. And then on top of that, your depth, like, yes, you do have depth, but all the players that you have coming off your bench are like microwaves. If they don't heat up, it's quiet for y'all. Super quiet. Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith. No, no, it's not. You literally have you have Reggie Jackson who could ball. You have Lou Williams who won how many six man of the year? Montrezl Harrell who come in all, all, all time all time best six man in the league. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, like you can't you, if you're gonna compare. If there's one thing that you can't do, and you and you will lose this is compare bench to bench for the Lakers and the Clippers. Oh yeah, it's definitely you're you're it's you're going to lose that. And then on top of that, if you even want to compare them by position, which is fine. That's cool. You still have two microwaves. If they're off, they're off. They're off. They're not. They're going one for 15, each player each, just for those two. Caruso can't do anything if he actually has somebody who could play with him. I don't know why they hype. I don't know why they hype him up. You have the white. You have the white. The people that I will give credit on is that you have athleticism when it comes to your big man, and y'all have to use that. But in regards to the head coaching. 
I did that to y'all selves. Y'all assistant coaches is ballers. Jason's kid is still on that damn bench. You feel handy? Y'all still got nice coaches. Y'all, as much as you don't like the head coach for, for the Lakers, let's not act like he wasn't balling when he was in Indianapolis. Okay, let's stop right there because that damn show wasn't him. It was Paul George and Roy Hibbert. It wasn't because of him. He's not a good coach. I agree. It, it wasn't sure. because of him. Sure. Even though he did help develop him, right? Okay. Anywho. Well, he like, Roy Hibbert was good for like two years and he became terrible. When he left. When he left. When he left. Add that in there. When he left. Frank Vogel. Is, and let's not forget they had Danny Granger. Danny Granger was there before Frank Vogel got there. So let's not act like he was such a great coach. He had like a, a, a Danny like Granger was there before Frank, Frank Danny Angle was there before Frank Vogel got there. And let's not mess this up when poor George started to play because they did play the same position. Levy Bird, who was the GM, decided to let Frank uh to let Danny Granger go and get trade yeah, assets. For injury him. That's why they let him go. Hey, you acting like let's just be honest. The head coaches, and we're gonna go a little off topic here. The head coaches are always the scapegoats. They're always in any league. They're always the scapegoats. The GMs will make fucked up decisions, and then the head coaches, if they don't develop the player like they need to, they're the ones that go before they before the GM. Now, I'm well, not I mean, saying that. Look at his I'm not saying though. that. I'm not. Look, saying look at him now with the Lakers. Like they, like I'm no looking. Were they not the number one seed this year? Now, I'm not saying that. Don't get it twisted when I say this. They're not winning. They're not winning the finals. I don't even expect so, them going to the finals. So, I see them so who, losing. So who who you got going to the um who you see in the Western Conference Finals? Is my Lakers not in there for you? Clips. And who? The Clippers. Oh no, I, I'm the, the Clippers versus. Do you see the Clippers and Rockets? I said the Western Finals. My bad. Oh my bad. Oh, absolutely. I don't see no. No, I see. Honestly speaking, in my heart of hearts, let me look at the schedule real quick. And you no. said Frank Frank Vogel. Let's not let's not talk about his his stint in Orlando. Omg, terrible. Nick, Nick is horrible. <laughs> I'm still shocked he got that Lakers job because I was like they took him out of all the coaches available. I don't know how Me, nobody still don't want Mark Jackson. Crazy. I was just about to say that. Meanwhile, Mark Jackson still ain't got no job. Yes, and he better. It's I, ridiculous. I swear, if he doesn't ridiculous. come to Philly, I, I'm done. I'm done with him. I'm done with him. He doesn't. What if he come to Philly? No, if they don't even interview him. Like, they don't even even get a man an interview, I'm done. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want him in Philly. Bro, he's not even a Sixers fan. I, I wouldn't want him in Philly. That's too much pressure. Bro, That's he, too he, much pressure, he, bro. He played, he played in New York. They need more pressure than New nah, York. Nah, bro, nah. You got a point with that. But I'm talking about where, where the Sixers are. And I'm not – and I'm going to say this, and I'm saying this as disrespe- as respectfully, disrespectfully as I fucking can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm saying this respectfully, as disrespectfully as I can. The Sixers are in turmoil right now. They are. Turmoil. And I'm yeah. saying that, like, respectfully, but, you know, like, the guy who does, like, the, the cut in the meat and he does a little salt bay. I'm doing, I'm disrespectful <laughs> like that. Like, just, just so you can get a visual of how, how, like, I'm trying to be disrespectful. Like, I'm not trying to start an argument with you about this because I know that you're, like, a diehard Sixer fan for God knows what reason. But in my blood, man, baby. Listen, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> look, you have a great player in Joel Embiid. Right. You have a great player. Everybody's in never Ben shaped. Simmons, never right? Shaped. Exactly my point. You have a great player in Joel Embiid. Who Who's does not... at that? That's the coach one. Okay, you have a great player in Joel Embiid who does not want to attack the basket. He wants to take three pointers and he wants to shoot the ball nonstop. Instead of dropping his shoulder, using his two hundred and seventy pound weight, and being a force on the inside. I mean, you but have you gotta, Simmons. You hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You have I'll Ben Simmons, who don't have a jump shot. He doesn't. He just going, and he's injury prone. He doesn't have a jump bro, shot. The crazy part, and he's injury prone, bro. Listen, you keep interrupting. Just listen, just listen. You have a you have a point guard who is six ten, who is injury prone. You let the guy who you had last season who took over games and literally was the leadership for your team walk for nothing. You signed Tobias Harris to a max contract for God knows what reason. Then you signed Al Horford to a max contract for God knows what reason. And it's looking like the Boston Celtics got away with a damn steal for letting him walk because he can't play with Joel Embiid and he can't play without him. So and he just got over a hundred million dollars. So unless you're giving up first round picks in order to get to, to get rid of that contract, it's quiet. 
You let J.J. Reddick go, which you needed with the shooters. You're trading away first-round and second-round picks, all that you literally accumulated over this trust the process. And just so you know, because I know you're not physically with me, I'm putting a lot of quotation marks around the trust the process. <laughs> um, so with that being said, bro, like, you're putting yourself in a bad situation because now you don't have any dra- draft assets in order to give away to get rid of the bad contracts that you currently have on the books. You don't have enough shooting. You don't have enough playmaking ability because you don't have another guard to come in and take over. You don't have any defensive capabilities at all because you let the guy who did do that, um, his name is escaping me, but he did go to Tennessee State, the HBCU. I forgot his Hold name. Hold on. First of all, Robert Covington was horrendous in playoffs. Please don't bring him up. But he was your defensive lockdown uh, before but he Jimmy was a Butler choke in the playoffs, which is why we traded him. So that was yeah. Okay. And when y'all did go there, what happened? Because Ben Simmons couldn't stay on the field. He couldn't make a jump shot. And Joel Embiid just wanted to make three-pointers because he thinks he's Steph Curry. But he's 7-1 and 270. So okay. you can say that first, you can say that foremost, you can say no 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 you're gonna let me finish I'm gonna let you have your time you're you gonna let me talk you're gonna let me talk okay you ain't gonna keep interrupting me I'm I'm giving you your time as soon as I finish all yeah, right talk about all that's right, all I'm saying that's all I'm saying is that you guys are in torrential turmoil right now you have max you have four max contracts four Ben Simmons Joel Embiid Tobias Harris Al Horford. One of those is coming off the bench, and his plus-minus is terrible when he's on the court and off the court. You can't do nothing about that. Then you have no shooting capabilities. The leadership that you did have, he went to Miami, and he's balling out right now. And then on top of that, you have no real young players that can actually do something. Your bench is torrential. It is what it is. It is what it is, bro. So when I say the Sixers are bad, I mean that respectfully just from looking at them. I ain't even coming dis- disrespectfully because it's your favorite team. God knows what reason, but I'm just being honest with you. Now, just to be disrespectful, it's the 76ers. You got to trust the process. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, first of all, you're a Knicks fan. Second of all, we already know Elton Brand is in over his head. Hold on. Signing Al Horford. No, because you got mad when I was cutting you off. No, no, no. But you said I'm a Knicks fan. Like, like we know we trash. We ain't even in the playoffs. Now, how are you going to call somebody else trash? You're terrible. But anyway. Because like you're with trash. us. And you got we high already, aspirations. We, we, already, we already know why Al Horford, that deal was terrible. We talk about that all the time. I don't know why Elton Brand even did that. I think they panicked when they got rid of Jimmy Butler to sign another big-name player so fans wouldn't go off. But it was pretty stupid because all the years we had cap space, and then they, they Elton Brand comes in and ruins every bit of that. They keep it. I, I, I understood why we got rid of J, JJ Reddick because he was a liability on screens, and I was tired of looking at him getting cooked on defense. It was ridiculous. Uh, who else? Yeah, Tobias. The trade when we did for him was stupid because we gave the Clippers even more added depth when they benched when we traded Landry Shamit. Still don't understand that dumbass trade. Uh, I, I'm cool with Jimmy Butler walking. I didn't like Jimmy Butler to begin with. He always cries, and I don't, I don't, I don't fucking like him. Um, so I mean, you saying he's balling in Miami? I don't really see it. I see that them young kids really doing all the hooping. He's just there. So, um, uh, leadership, sir, sir. What leadership? When we came to Philly, it was terrible. Like he's not a leader. He no, just, no, 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 no. He just, he just, he just somebody that cries and complains that's and cap. doesn't have the talent. Like, that's cap. He, 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 he cries and complains like he's a superstar, but he's not. He's barely even a star. That's cat. He's overrated. That's cat, bro. He acts like he's Bron when he's barely better than Smush Parker. So, no. That's cat, bro. So I'm glad we got rid of Jim Butler because it wasn't going to work. He can't really shoot. Shoot better than Ben Simmons. Does Ben Simmons even shoot? So that's not really a good comparison. Exactly the problem right there. Six ten can't shoot. Not even a mid game. Like, come on, bro. Where's your post game at? Can't even do that. Who can't post up? Do you, not, do you watch Sixers games? Does he post up and go for a jumper? Or does he post up and pass out? He definitely he don't get the double those, He doesn't post it. He's a point guard, first of all. Second of all, he gets the ball and drives into the paint. And then if he's – now he's a power forward, he was posting up. So, I don't know which games you've been watching. I've been watching the games where they keep losing away from home. Does he That's definitely post up? So, I don't – only, only weaknesses in his game is a jump shot. Which is – and Nothing. then you say we don't have no defenders, but he definitely should have been the defensive player of the year conversation. So I'm confused what you're talking about. I'm very confused. That's he was averaging over like two steals a game, so I'm trying to figure out how he doesn't play defense. Dude, he plays th- – are you serious? Two steals a game? When all you got to do is just pick the ball? He's not even locking down on the defender? 
Bro, he leads the league and steals. What are you talking about? Bro, he was getting those when they was passing the ball to whoever he was defending. It wasn't like he was locking down and stealing the ball from them. But when have you ever seen Ben Simmons get cooked? Because I haven't. I don't understand why they don't put him on the best uh, the offensive player to begin with. Offensive that's, again, player. that's coaching. Wow, man. I, I hear a passion in your voice when it comes to it. And I'm not mad. I, I actually applaud you for it. But No, we just need a good – that's why I said we need to get Mark Jackson or Jason Kidd, and we'll be fine. And then we need to we need to figure out how we can get this this how horrendous trade uh, contract from Al Horford. Oh, my goodness. You don't have a draft assets. You don't have the draft assets to, to, for anybody. We're gonna have up. to probably trade and beat or Simmons after this after this next season. If, it, if we don't get a championship or, or make a deep run, one of them gotta go. Uh, it's definitely gonna be Ben Simmons. No, it's definitely gonna be in B because I'm tired of him coming back not in shape. That shit is ridiculous. It's gonna be Ben Simmons, bro. No, you can build around Ben Simmons. I mean, you just gonna you just gotta build it with shooters. Like you can build gonna, around. This is gonna be a, a new team. It's gonna be similar to the Bucks. We can get rid of B. This is a guard league anyway. So I mean, he's suspendable. That's wild. It's not a That's guard wild. league now. That's wild. It's not. It's not. It's not a guard so league. So you now, would. You would. You would. You would get rid of Simmons. You would, because you one, would keep, no, you because would one, you gonna get more for it. B and two, it's NBA. It's, it's a guard league. Nobody yeah. really gives a damn about big man anymore. It is uh, a guard league, but I, I think uh, you gotta build. I think you gotta build around Joel and B. You got. Thank you. He he's such a like generational talent. I think like Ben Simmons, like he's good, but like you said, he can't shoot. Like. This is a garlic. You have to be able to shoot. This Joel can shoot. shoot, and Joel can. Yeah, and and you can build shooters around Joel and B. So I think you got to. That's what you got to do if you're the Sixers. I mean, me personally, thank you. I give somebody, him one more thank year, you, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> somebody year, knows basketball. Comes back, thank out of shape. Finally, <laughs> and you know what's Guys, so crazy? He comes out of shape, and you know he's giving people. 25 and 13. Okay, what is, what is, what is, what is he doing? What does he do in the second half, Mike? He just sit around and do nothing for the whole second half. Hey, hey, listen, as you as you would say, as you would say, that's that comes out of coaching, but he's still giving you 25. That's not and a coaching, that's him. He's just lazy as hell. He's like, he's a Shaq. That's why Kobe's always bro. cut Shaq out in his early years. Because Shaq would come out of shape. That's why him and Kobe are at D. But you know what? And what did Shaq say? I come out of shape and I'm still giving motherfuckers. 30, 32, and 15 with and, five and, blocks. And, 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 what, and, what, and, what what and what happened to Shaq because of that? He got traded, right? And he won uh, another championship, so add that. He got bro. traded, right? <laughs> they, had like I said, it's a guard league. They chose between a guard and a big man. What happened? Shaq got traded. My point exactly. Bro, are you serious? Next question. Like, yo. No. This guy. No, so, I mean, so, Hey, so hold on. Let me get this straight. Just, just so we got this on record, you're saying that if you had to pick between Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, you're taking Ben Simmons' route. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. Yeah, because you're going to get more for Embiid, and then we're going to be able to get rid of that horrendous contract with Horford. They're not going to take Horford's contract with Ben Simmons because they're going to be like, first thing on question is he is the injury going to be healthy? Hey, man. So if you so, if you want if you want to make the best like. Franchise move, you would get rid of and be because you're gonna get more probably draft picks and, and better players. But you still gonna have Al Horford. <laughs> like, no, because they gonna have to take uh, Horford. They take that's two max contracts. Nobody's taking on two max bro, contracts, bro. But you gotta realize, like these, like, like that contract, probably Horford contract, in like two years or so is gonna be like nothing because the way these these, these t- television contracts are. Because remember, everybody got out of shape when when who I forgot who the team was. I think it was the Lakers or the Nuggets. No, with the Lakers, that signed Moscow after like a four-year, seventy-five million dollars. Yeah, contract. that was in two thousand and ten, bro. Right. So, and then everybody was tripping about that contract, and now that contract is like nothing. Like I'm saying, it's right? Like years but it, yeah, but yeah, you're, you're like, talking okay. about you're talking about possibly when the TV contract coming. All right, cool. But you know what? They still got a hard cap, bro. They still got a cap. Like, yo, play owners are not trying to pay the extra amount if they well, don't have I to. Know, I know, I know, Aaron will because. That yeah, because your owner, your owner thinks that y'all gonna win, right? So I mean, you can't, you can't say we because he definitely would pay extra money out of his pocket. Yeah, because he thought the team was gonna win. Y'all, these guys was looking like a great organization on the come up. You played in the Western Conference, I mean the Eastern Conference Finals against the the well, at the time. Play, definitely played Eastern Conference Finals, bro. Right, that's what I'm saying. Last year, y'all made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. 
We didn't make it to conference finals. We made it to semifinals. Uh, I apologize. I didn't watch y'all like that. Um, I see, because you said Ben Simmons don't post up. But go on. Bro, ben, I watch. You know what games I watch? I'm going to be honest with you. The games I watch in the 76ers are the ones where they're not playing at home. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And if you watch the games, then you know exactly what I mean by that. That's all I'm saying. Welcome to my TED Talk. Thank you. <laughs> so, so Rob, so Rob, to be clear, who you got coming out the West? Because I don't think you ever said it. Oh yeah, I definitely got the Clippers because yes, they, sir. They have one of the deepest benches outside. Well, as a matter of fact, they actually had the deepest bench, and then it's the Celtics after them. Yes, and sir. Possibly the Nuggets, but it's definitely going to be the boss. I mean, uh, the Clippers. Uh, the, anytime you have a team when you have two six, uh, two players off the bench fighting for the six man of the year award, it's it's just ridiculous. Um, so you gotta you gotta put that in perspective and actually I mean I see them as coming up because only the best teams usually have the best pitch. Um, so I feel like the Clippers gonna come out and beat the Lakers in seven. It's not gonna be a, a easy series, but they're gonna win in seven. Sandy. But before the thing we... is the thing is the logical answer, of course, is the Clippers. But as a LeBron fan, there's no way in hell I will ever doubt him. Because I doubted him when we went against the Warriors when they were seven three and nine. Wait, just so just so no we clear, Ashley, when you say what what when you say that, like are you talking about when he was on the Cavs the first time or was the Heat or was it when he went on the Cavs the second time or now at the Lakers? I just wanna know, like when you say you're a LeBron fan, like which team did you really like become a LeBron right. fan? Giant fan from the beginning, bro. I didn't I didn't I'm just I'm asking because the viewers James. don't know that. I've oh, been a LeBron James fan since he left So the first time he left uh, Cleveland. When he went to Miami, that's when he became a fan. No, no, no. When when I say when he when he first left Akron, I mean when he first got in the league because he's originally from Akron. But I'm talking about I've been a fan since the very since first 03. moment. Since oh three, yes. okay. Yes. You could just said like that since since yes. his rookie year. I'm sorry. Yes, I've been. I'm a long term fan. This ain't nothing new. Okay, I just new. just so just so the listeners know, I don't want them per- perpetrating or saying anything about you in a negative light. So I just want them to get full clarity. Rob over here thinking I'm about to start talking crazy shit. Like I don't know why he thinks that. I'm a nice guy. No, <laughs> no, I appreciate you for trying to clarify that. But I wish his viewers would come for me. Okay. All right. Last question. Well, we were talking about it already anyway. So, like we said, what's next for the Sixers? After the Brett Brown firing, we basically already went into it. Y'all talk about that. Tyron Lue, baby. If we get Tyron Lue, first of all, what? Every time Tyron Lue comes to the Philly, they're going to play that video of Iverson Stephen Lue. Exactly. I'm super petty. I'm here for it. Is that why you want it? Is that why you want that to happen, Mike? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Did you guys not see when he uh, took a picture with a fan and the fan had on like a bedazzled shirt? Yeah. Iverson stepping over there. Y'all thought that was a funny stick. He didn't realize it until later. He said to the photo, "Good, that's good sportsmanship right there. You gonna see AI on the on the side? I'm here for it. I'm here for it." But Rob, as a Sixers fan, what do you want? Uh, I want Mark Jackson. I want Mark Jackson or Jason Kidd. Anything bro, get, under that is disappointing. Bro, get Jason Kidd, bro. I yeah. love Mark. I love Mark Jackson. The only issue I have with Mark Jackson is that, like, not not him. It's just specifically the 76ers. The pressure that he will be under. Because, unfortunately, a lot of people, I don't know why, they really see the Sixers as, like, contenders. Because um, we are. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. But that's a lot of pressure for somebody who, A, hasn't coached in a while, B, like, already has been getting criticism. And, yes, I understand. He, he is the building block for what Golden State has and had. But in the same breath, I'm like, bro, I don't want you in that situation because I'd rather you be somewhere where you could de- develop the players and you can come in. And you'll be known as a coach. Excuse me. You'll be known as a coach who did XYZ, who did ABC, who did one, two, three. I don't want it to be something along the lines of bro, like yo, every time he comes in and something goes wrong, it's it's messed up. I don't want Mark Jackson to deal with that because he doesn't deserve that. That's I why I don't want him position. in the Sixers. Yeah. Because the turmoil with the Sixers is fucking horrendous. I, I'd rather him avoid that. <laughs> Respectfully. Yeah, I, I respect that position for sure. I mean, I'm the biggest Mark Jackson advocate in probably the U.S. And you got you to gotta be really specific on what position you put him in because you don't want to set him up for failure for sure. So I'm exactly. Exactly. He, you know who you, you, know uh, you should have signed? You know who the Sixers should get? They should have got Tom Thibodeau. 
with a random y'all. Y'all would have been good. good. No. What? Every y'all. team time she would have go to, he ruined. Exactly my point. Y'all would have been better. <laughs> no, no, he, he's good where he's at. Where, where, isn't he in New York? Y'all yes, that. exactly. That's why I yep. don't want him in there. I Go want ahead. Mark Jackson. <laughs> I wanted Mark Jackson. He could have came home. We could have developed our players. Now we're going to have a new Derrick Rose and R.J. Burnett. <laughs> going to have bad knees before his freaking contracts all. It's going to be some bullshit. Well, you know, I wouldn't have a, also have a problem, you know, giving my man Tim Duncan a run, you know. Tim Duncan knows the game. Please stop it. <laughs> Please stop it. It'd be a good Tim PR Duncan. move, man. Please man. stop it. Hey, first of all, y'all going to stop playing with my man Tim Duncan like he wasn't over there doing some coaching. Ah, uh, uh, sure. Sure. Nah, I'd rather, I'd rather you guys give it up to the uh, – I'd rather the Sixers do the first woman uh, head coach. No That'd be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, long, as long as it's not Becky Hammond, I'm cool with that. I don't even know. Is that that's for the Seven Sixers? That's the Sun. Who is that? That's San Antonio, right? Becky Hammond's yeah, on set. Yeah. I would re- I rather her. I would rather her take over after Greg uh, Popovich retired, or if y'all say go to ball, Brooklyn. I highly. I'm about it. to say, you know, he going to Brooklyn. Anybody? Nets about to give up two first round picks. I feel like he'll retire before he leaves San Antonio. That's not true. I'm doing. I'm coming to New York. Play under KD. That would be phenomenal. That would be phenomenal. Play for Brooklyn. Kyrie and KD. Hey, uh, let, I got a question for y'all. What's, what team do you guys think is going to be like a, a, a horse, like phenomenal going forward um, in the future? Because I got that. The Phoenix. Huh? Donkey has been. My God. Like, I, I'm with Jesus. You. And then I'm you got KP? You. I'm like, yo, all they need is some – they got he's, Tim Hardaway. He's, he's fragile, though, but go on. Bro, he's fragile because, I mean, just look at what he's doing, bro. Dude putting up 30, 17, and, like, 10 a game. Like, fragile. This dude playing, like, 45 minutes, and the best part is this dude does not, does not have an athletic bone in his body. He is literally is right? just doing this. And he's just like, the change of pace that I am messing y'all up with is ridiculous. And then KP coming out of nowhere. Like, it's like a damn wrestlers. You remember the old wrestling scene where they just be like, oh, for the top rope. That's every time I see KP. <laughs> he just in the air dunking. I'm like, yo, why the Knicks do this? Why? Why? I, I agree with you. I mean, like, yeah, Luca, that, that, I'm calling him that dude is the second coming of Larry Bird. That boy is a, a nasty problem. white boy. And then you said they got Porzingis, but then like Trey Burke been nice. I'm sorry. Have y'all been paying attention? Yes, Trey I have. Trey Burke been looking good. Yeah. Seth yeah. Curry been Another looking Nick. good. Yo, Seth Curry. Junior be looking good. Yeah, yo, Seth Curry's going to Philly next year. That'll be a good pickup if they could pull it off. It would be. It yeah, we gotta be. sign that man to a veteran minimum or something because we ain't got no that's money. That's not gonna happen. Oh yeah, I, I thought you were saying like <laughs> that's because that's what he deserves. I'm like, that's not gonna happen. No, we don't got no money. Yeah, that's a fact. But if he but, can get sweet Jesus, y'all be sad. But I mean, if Dallas keep building around Luca and Porzingis, it's gonna be an issue. They gonna be the oh, that's gonna be the second coming of uh of a uh, Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki. I'm here for it. Uh huh. Cause shoot, Luca probably gonna be my favorite player after LeBron retire. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> so who you got, She got. I, she got Dallas. She just. I said, said Dallas, oh, man. I, I got Dallas. Yo, yo, I put money. Yo, yo, Ashley, Ashley, I put money. I put money. <laughs> Rob gonna say some bullshit, man. I got the Phoenix Sun. <laughs> you heard me say the Sun. I got the Sun. Show me a lot yeah, in, in that bubble, man. Yeah, bro, the bubble where like you automatically should be shooting better, like. Oh, I, I feel though if they if they if they continue to mold their young talent and and probably get somebody decent in the draft and make bro, some runs, that's free every team though. That's every team. Just, but I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm not. I feel though like free agents would be more wanting to go to Phoenix now after they saw like okay they had hope like like last year's people look at Phoenix like I mean I remember they had that one time they almost had a shot at Lamarcus Aldridge and then he decided to go to uh, San Antonio. But I mean that's like that's like the one big name. Free agent that look at them outside of like the Steve Nash and Mario Stoudemire era. First of all, well, Mario Stoudemire was drafted by them, so you can't include him. No, I'm saying, I'm saying that's like I'm saying that somebody looked at even like a free agent even looked at option of going into Phoenix. And from what I'm hearing, and from what I'm hearing, yeah, Minnesota's about to try to offer their whole treasure trust to get Devin Booker. I'm here for. <laughs> 
I am here for it. He's not going to Minnesota, bro. I said Minnesota is going to offer their treasure chest to get this man. If they're able to pull that off, sweet mm. Jesus, Minnesota is still yeah. not going to do nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. You go out D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Devin Booker, and they still ain't going to be able to do nothing. Look, I take a team besides, besides Dallas, the Dark Horse, that's going to be balling, Denver Nuggets. Nope, they choking playoffs, bro. Just hear me. I'm talking. We talking about future, bro. Not now, future. Uh, and you can't say, bro. Look, just hear me out, okay? You have Nicola. Uh, you have um, um, what's his name? Um, Joker. yeah, there we go. Joke, Joke. I could, I couldn't pronounce that. Same. I'm about to say the Joker. You got the Joker. Call him that. You got the Joker, right? You literally have Jamal Murray, who is like sweet Jesus, okay? <laughs> that voice. <laughs> He scored 96 points and they have a turnover yet. Like, what's good with this dude? What's happening? Like, he's, he's ridiculous. And then on top of that, you have Michael Porter Jr., who before his back injury was considered to be the top pick and now he's has everybody. Like, yo, you should have got me. And then guess what? You got my boy Bo Bo Jr. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, they got depth, they got length, they got shooting. They got speed. Will Barton, baby. He coming for it. You know what they need? They need that one extra point guard. And they be mm-hmm. solid. They get a Lou Williams type. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I, I, thought, that, I thought that was playing in person when I lived in Colorado. And they were no joke. Because when you first asked that question, Mike, my first thought was, was the Nuggets because I was trying to be deep. But I'm like, okay, well, of course the Mavericks. But absolutely. The Nuggets, they are not a game to play with. They literally have everything. Fendi. They're just young. Fendi. I mean, Can't wait for it. I don't think I just don't think they got heart. Like I mean, they, what I've seen as far every playoff, they always choke in the playoffs. Like, they're, they're the Western Conference Milwaukee Bucks. They do real well in the regular season and then come playoffs is where they at. You sound like a big hater, bro. You mentioned Milwaukee. I'm not even talking about the Nuggets. I'm talking about the Bucks. We ain't talking about the Bucks one time, but you brought them up several times. I count it. Oh, yeah, they choking the playoffs every year. Yeah, I, I'll bro. tell people that shit's going to happen. Yeah, you say that all the time, but yeah, in the regular season, they beat the shit out of the Sixers. It's the regular season. I mean, they don't do nothing to play Yeah, look, I'm like, if the Sixers can make it to play the Bucks, I'll be happy as hell. Don't worry about it. We'll see him next year when we yeah, get good coach. No, you won't because you're going to have to trade away your assets. <laughs> just, just, just come out when, when y'all get a 30-win season, brother. Just holler at me then. Bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. You can say that all you want. Just just because your process officially is starting to come into fruition the past two, three years, you can, I, I ain't talk shit when y'all was trash. Not, yes, I, did. Talk, I did not talk <laughs> shit when y'all was trash. I worked for them when they was trash. I wasn't talking shit. They was writing my checks. Like, oh my. Type of shit is this. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's all I'm saying. I, I ain't that stupid. I do some dumb shit, but I ain't that stupid. Anywho, uh, yeah. Yeah, you just took it. You was real quiet a few a few uh, years ago. What do you mean? Bro, I always talk about the issues. You can ask, ask me about that. Yeah, because they were trash. So you was real quiet. <laughs> What you mean? I still was talking. I'm like, look, we we rebuild and we be ready in a few years. Okay. Rob, all I it's, saw it's, it was trust the process. Trust that's what you exactly. kept saying. And technically, and technically, we didn't even really have to go into that process if we would never traded Nikola Vucevic to the damn Maverick. I mean, the Magic for Andrew fucking Bynum. Unfucking believe. <laughs> That was a good trade. That was a good that was trade. Fucking That's how we start. <laughs> Niggas, everybody be like, how do y'all start the process? Andrew Bynum. I'll never forget that. We had, we, we, this year we went game seven against the uh, the uh, Boston Celtics. And then next year, like, like, like Sixers manager always does, something fucking stupid to stop the momentum. They like, oh, we're going to make this big-ass trade. And trade uh Bynum trade Iguodala to Denver and we trade and we get uh Bynum and uh who else was it? Jason Richardson, who was on his last fucking leg. <laughs> bro, I told I told somebody I was like, yo, when when, when we played the Celtics in that year, I was like, yo, Blue Spitz is gonna be a problem in the next few years. 
And damn if he didn't turn out to what I said he was going to be. Was killing, was killing the fucking Bucks in the playoffs. Then the Bucks just went three one. I don't care. Bruce had <laughs> he had a hell of a playoff series. He was averaging like what a minimum like one twenty-five game. a game. <laughs> I think it was like one game he had like thirty-one and seventeen or something crazy. I was like, man, this is this. It's like every time I turn on my TV, there's somebody on there that the Sixers traded that had no business fucking trading. You sure it doesn't have to do with the Sixers curse? Every say every top five pick that y'all get, they break a bone and done for the season. Oh, and don't even get me started on that. They want to pick all these injury-prone players. And then <laughs> uh, two years ago, they want to say, oh, we get Mikael Bridges and trade him away for Zaire fucking Smith. When we could have got Michael Porter Jr., who was sitting there the entire time, and then second round, we let Bo Bo go past us twice. For what? We well, why y'all getting all these big men? What you getting all these big men for, man? You got a big man. We need a backup big man. Do you not see a backup big man? Tyler yeah. Quinn? Not Al, Al Horford, man. Well, technically, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. But, but anyway, look at look at these numbers. Like the lowest game that Vucevic had was the uh was a game three. He had twenty. His highest he had thirty five and fourteen game one. Oh, this I, I gotta get off this phone because this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Right? It's ridiculous. The fact that your team doesn't know what they're doing. Oh. Let's talk about the GM. Before before Elton Brand, who'd y'all have? Let's talk about it. Oh, don't talk about the GOAT. Don't talk about the GOAT, Sam Hankey, baby. <laughs> before Elton Brand was Sam Hankey? Ain't you missing somebody who was on Twitter? Sam Hankey, man. Before yo, 2020 president, baby. Bro, weren't you missing somebody <laughs> in between Sam Hankey and Elton Brand? There was a GM that y'all had. Who was oh, on Twitter we're, not going to, we're, we're not going to talk about that, family. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Crazy. Next question, sir. Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about them. Now nah, you're a Sixer fan, bro. Let's talk about it. I'm he, here for it. Well, okay. I give I give him that. He got he got rid of Robert Covington. He found a dummy to trade for him. Bless his heart. I don't know how he pulled that one off, but he did. Nah, bro. Nah, the bro. They, I don't. They should have stayed in retirement, but it is what it is. Um. You know, hey, I'm, just, I'm just ready for football season at this point because basketball season was ridiculous. Yeah, I'm looking forward to football season. I'm here for it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, you know, of course, Dallas is Super Bowl champions. Twenty was it? Twenty twenty one season. So you know, yo, y'all been saying that since ninety six. Oh next? yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, just be this is the year, brother. Y'all been saying that since ninety four. <laughs> like, <laughs> 2020, we gonna win this season. We gonna win. Hey man, just remember, I just remember I said we gonna do something this year, man. Bro, I remember you saying that this year. I remember you oh. saying that last year, the year before that. I well, well what, this, 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 this is the one, brother. Just... Bro, I knew you since 2012. We eight <laughs> years into this relationship. All right, you can say it every year. That hasn't happened. Let it go, brother. Let it go, please. Please let hey, it bro, go. You gotta have faith, and I feel like this is the year, man. You know, Dak's on his proven contract again. You know, <laughs> I feel like he's gonna come out with some fire in his ass. Yeah, he's gonna prove it, and then he's gonna walk. <laughs> like I'm out. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel like gonna, I feel like he's gonna end up being a Kirk Cousins situation. He's gonna say I'm out. What are you gonna say? Damn, y'all, uh, Dak you know, ain't gonna be there, man. Oh, let me do you my got You know, we got um anybody looking to join the fantasy football league. Um, DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, we got a hundred dollar league and a fifty dollar league. Um, I know the first place for the hundred dollar league is eight hundred dollars. Second place is three hundred, and third place is a hundred. Um, what was the uh, fifty dollar league? I believe it's yes, five hundred dollars for the first place, one fifty for uh, second place, and third place is fifty. You know. I believe in Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. So, yeah. We got five spots left in the $50 league, two spots left in the $100 league. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yo, Dak's going to go to the Colts. Watch. That's that, – I, I wouldn't even wish that on him. <laughs> Why would you not, bro? Their offensive line is better than the Cowboys right now. Whoa, buddy. Now, Mike, I know you don't like Dallas, but don't ever say that again. Bro, <laughs> you, you sure you want to have that conversation? Because your old line last season kept breaking apart. 
We was we were, we had to get we had to get us. So whose line was better last we still, season? We still had Pro Bowlers on. Time out. I'm not saying that you didn't, but let's just be honest, because you like you said, if you're not first, you're last, right? That's what you just said. So we have to compare it to last season because this season didn't start yet. So who had a better offensive line? Who had a better offensive line last season? Cowboys and Colts. Surely he wasn't the coach. It definitely was, bro. Quarterback was getting killed out there. The quarterback was getting killed because he kept scrambling outside the pocket. If you scramble outside the pocket, it ain't the offensive line for the I'm, I'm just confused how like you said we don't have the better offensive line, but Zeke still damn there ran fourteen hundred yards last year and twelve touchdowns. Cause Zeke is Zeke, bro. Like, like I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you still gotta have somebody back there blocking for you. And he didn't he lead the league in um in uh yards after after contact. Which is it, might been, it might have been your boy Saquon. Yeah. No, no, I know it was McCaffrey. Oh my gosh. No, 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 but I, I can't, I, I can't include him because yards after. Look, I don't know, man. It was, I feel like with them, it was yard after catch and yard after carry, like contact. Which one is it? He's Which one? Is it? Thousand thousand season, bro. Thousand thousand season. Thousand yeah. season. He's different. That man's a different animal, but the same beast at the same time. But what the right, hell does that mean? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Kobe crazy. But I appreciate y'all coming out. Uh, we'll stay tuned for the next episode next Sunday. Yes, sir. Yo, shout out to them abysmal 76ers. We won't wish them luck this season. Go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate what did I even do? What'd you say, Ashley? I appreciate you for the invite. Yeah, no shout out to the 76ers and the Dallas Cowboys. We wish y'all the best of luck. Hopefully, y'all make a good run. Even though we know you're not, but we hope you do. Mike, just 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 get five wins this year in the NFL. Excuse me. Just get five wins. Uh, dude, I can't gamble anymore due to the fact that my contract with the NFL. What the fuck are you talking about? I thought you said five. five wins. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I heard something else. My bad. Uh, I'll be honest with you, bro. I can see that happening. Right. It's not happening this season. I- I'm going to head on that one, man. I appreciate y'all coming out, man. I see you. <laughs>